I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ready Player 2, episode 86. This is the fourth time I've introduced the episode now. <laughs> this has been a bit of a runaway freight train already. Everything's gone a little bit wrong. We've got a roughly 14 minutes to record this episode in before Ross has got to dive headfirst out of the window to go get his child. So we're going to talk as quick as we can about games that we played. Specifically, one game that nobody saw coming, everybody has now played, and for some bizarre, odd, weird reason, we have actually all played together. But as fate would have it, not only has somebody managed to bring out a game that somehow we're all able to play together, they've managed to bring out that game with only a three-person team in it, <laughs> which feels like it was targeted specifically to screw us over. Um, as it, we've all played Apex Legends now, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah, are you asking? You've played with us all. Yeah, you were well, there. I'm, this is for the audience. This is for the wider people who haven't... Oh, by the way, I'm Rich. You're white people. <laughs> this is Ready Player Two. And with me today, I have Mr. Ross for Bellbank. Hello. Mr. Lewis Knight. Hello. Uh, Mr. Lee Hodgelodge. This is going well, isn't it? It's going fantastic. Can I just say, already. I want to point out, is this the first time, this is the first time a podcast has been recorded, I'm not going to say during the day, sober. <laughs> <laughs> you know it, would you? No, that's not true. I have accidentally done podcasts sober. No, no, I meant all of us. Accidentally. All oh, right. Well, there was the time I was driving. <laughs> I'd just like to point out that carpool, carpool podcast. And how does that have a, a bearing on it? <laughs> no, right, look, for legal reasons, I was definitely sober when we did that. Okay. Also, that's a really, that's a wild assumption that we're all sober. Yeah, true, yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry. I'm on holiday from work, Lee. Oh, I'm sorry, I'll take it back. <laughs> Anything could be going on. He's going to be turning up to pick up his kid and be wobbling all over the playground. Sorry, anyway, oh, not him again. We're, we're in a hurry. Sorry, we're talking about games. Are you all right? Are you, are you quite done? Yeah, 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 carry on fucking rocks up out of nowhere and starts derailing me and I've only <laughs> right it's my job in life we've got some other games to talk about but first we have to talk about the weird curveball that is Apex Legends so there's a few games that everybody's been waiting for this year there's some big games already come out there's some big games came out over Christmas and just after and there's some big games coming up so Anthem the beta for Anthem has just been uh, just finished and a load of people were meh about that, that. Well, I don't think I've seen I don't think I've seen anybody that's gone oh my god <laughs> this game is going to blow my balls off when it comes out because it's just basically destiny with flying yeah. um but then Apex Legends came out and somebody mentioned it to me I was like oh is this a beta and they're like no it's out I'm like is it I've never heard of it they said neither have I <laughs> really well yeah what, what, so what, when it came out I was like oh I wonder when this is due out and it was like download now and I was like but 
what, oh, it must just be like a <laughs> PC beta. Yeah. And then I had a look on my Xbox and was like, oh, I can download it now. Hmm, okay. It's everywhere. It's all over it's the all place. It's all over the god place. Is it, is it on PlayStation as well? Yeah. It yeah. is, yeah. What, not Switch, though? No. Nah. No. It even works on my PC. Imagine that. It even That's works on your PC. Quite impressive, <laughs> this actually. Is, this has been very confusing. So Ross has been playing. Oh, all right, there has been a little bit of minor explosion. We had some crashes while we were playing it before. Yeah. But you've got an onboard graphics card, and you've been playing it with us fine, right? Yeah. I mean, everything's on medium, but it still looks fine. Lewis has been playing it on his shadow, Yep, and that's been working pretty well, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, the, the only drawback has been um, my network connection. Which you're sorting out at the moment? Yeah, which I'm sorting out at the moment. Uh, oh, and so, uh, as an aside, I set up a custom controller pack, uh, controller scheme, in Skype, uh, not Skype, uh, Steam. Steam. Yeah. For uh, Minecraft. Right. So I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. But I didn't realise that if Steam is running in the background, that controller pack, uh, controller scheme still runs. <laughs> <laughs> it still counts as keyboard press. Even presses. though it's an yeah. origin game. Even though it's an origin <laughs> game. Wow. Really? That's quite yeah. impressive, actually. So Spooky I. Steam. Yeah, but the thing is, it supports pads natively. <laughs> yeah. So I was I was trying to like I was going through the tu- uh, tutorial in uh, Apex and I was like, what? Where the fuck is this keyboard coming from? <laughs> what is this on-screen keyboard? And I was like, this what? looks like a Steam thing, but I can't work out why it's working. So I just closed uh, closed Steam and then went back into the game and it worked fine. So oh, nice. Goes. That'd be handy so if you find a game that you need that one uh, to use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Minecraft. Well, you could yeah, do like, like Minecraft and stuff like that. Yeah, like Minecraft, which is what um, I put it on there could, for. Yeah. So, for those people that don't know, um, and you are likely to not care, I've got to be perfectly honest. Uh, Apex Legends is another. I don't want to say PUBG style, but it's a battle royale style game, but it's different. And everyone that comes out says, "Oh, we're different," but they're fucking basically not. It's a battle royale style game. Yeah. In which, like, a number of people in some configuration of team shapes gets dropped onto a map and they all have to vigorously pummel each other until most of them are dead. And then the people that aren't dead go, woohoo, I didn't die, and then they do the whole thing all over again. And you basically don't get anything out of it about from a deep sense of satisfaction or an existential feeling of dread and suffering. Yeah. That's pretty much what we've been going through so far. No, the not. major players, the major players in this arena so far pretty much have been Fortnite. If you haven't heard of Fortnite, this is the wrong podcast <laughs> for you. I don't think we've ever actually mentioned Fortnite. I think we it, have mentioned Fortnite Other than our disdain for it. That, yeah, it, it, it exists. <laughs> um, and then, so, there's Fortnite, there's PUBG, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. Fortnite is a bit of a cartoony shooter. It is less of a shooter, before, less of a Twitch shooter than it is of a Twitch builder. Yeah. Um, there are people in that game that can build a 14-story apartment complex in around about the time it takes me to build a shonky shed. <laughs> and that's the problem that I have playing that game. And they're doing it with pads, so these people are fucking quick. It's ridiculous. Then you've got PUBG, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which is more of a kind of military simulator shooter. Mm-hmm. That game is essentially run around the map for around about 20 to 25 minutes and then die <laughs> for no reason Without that you can possibly discern. Yeah, so. I'm pretty confident that I've dropped a cardiac arrest in that game at least 12 times. <laughs> 
PUBG, um, so PUBG then, kind of reminds yeah, me of armor. It is. It's exactly that kind yeah. of thing. It's got a Daisy feel about it. Yeah. It's the, it's probably because it's got a shocking engine, and that's it. <laughs> it looks got pretty that similar. Kind of really, yeah. It's kind of pseudo-human look about it. Epic, isn't it? Um, so then there's also, oh, uh, what else is? It's not epic. Oh, epic license. It's Unreal Engine. Yeah, yeah. It's Unreal Engine. Yeah. Uh, Realm um, Royale. Realm Royale it's is another. Onward. Yeah, we had a great time on Realm Royale, and that's out on a couple of different platforms as well. Now, I don't think that's doing necessarily as well as some of the others, but it did pick up sh- some traction. There was one a long time ago, and if you remember this, then well done. One of the OG Battle Royale games was a game called The Culling. It was much smaller than games like um, Player Unknown Battleground or Fortnite. The map was much, much smaller, but it was a more of a pure Battle Royale game. And it had crafting it and all kinds of stuff, and it was fantastic until they utterly fucked it up. Then they utterly busted it even further by making a second game that nobody wanted or asked for <laughs> that was so bad that they trashed it after one week of it being released. Wow. So it doesn't exist anymore, and they've gone back to recreating the first game from scratch, which was initially re- met by uh, by by uh, like acclaim and fantastic, and actually now everybody's just kind of going, you know what? We were kind of done with this game for years ago. So now, Apex Legends just shot out of the woodwork. Nobody really saw it coming. It kind of turned up and went, "Hi, here I'm here. Uh, I'm from the same publisher that is about to bring out this other game that we want you to be excited about." So we've downplayed this release and kind of gone, do you know what, we're just going to shuffle this out and then hopefully people will still be excited about Anthem. And then 25 million people went, (laughs) nope. (laughs) Nope, I don't fucking give a shit anymore. So what we haven't mentioned is this is from the team behind uh, the Titanfall games, Respawn. Yes, yeah. And it's using a Titanfall 2 engine. It's set in the Titanfall universe, I've just read. It is. Yes, 30 years after the events of Titanfall 2. Yeah. And I've... So I've read that apparently they tested in earlier builds of this game, they actually had Titans in the game. Yeah. And they had wall running in the game. Titans, and they had a lot of the mechanics. Running, double jump. Yeah. There's a little bit and of And do you know running. what? Well, there is some of that. There's a little bit of kind of running up a wall to grab onto a ledge mm, or yeah. something, but it's quite minimal. But I've got to be honest, the studio that can go, right, this is what we're doing. This is the game we've made before. We're keeping it in the same universe. We're using the same engine. We are, uh, we're going to put in wall running. We're going to put in Titan. And, and for them to sit back and go, do you know what? No. Yeah, because wall running and no, double jumping and all that sort of stuff would have broken the game in terms of a battle royale. There's no way I would have been able to aim No, it would have been the chaos. Reason that I've, the reason that I went off Fortnite is I cannot keep up with the building. Yes, yeah, the, the running and gunning I'm fine with. Anything, yeah, that, anything, anything requires vertical nuts. shooting and up and down, it's, it's, it's too tricky, especially if you're moving it's, side to side at the same time. Anything that the, requires... and, and the speed at which people build, they don't, not just build, but they put doors in the buildings and shit as well and move through them like a multi-story complex. It's ridiculous. Yeah. the I have to admit, I was a bit concerned when I first saw... I was reading about um, Apex, and they were like, oh, yeah, you know, we we first tried it with Titans and double jumps and wall running, and uh, it just didn't work in the gameplay, so we took it out. And I was like, so you've taken all the good bits of Titan 2 <laughs> and taken yeah, them Yeah, got rid out. of them. There's a worry. But fair play to them. Fair yeah, play fair to play them, play because to frankly, them. I I don't think it would have worked with it. In. No. No. But they they still yeah. have some of those kind of elements. So like uh, with, I can't remember what her name is, the the support character um, with the supply drops. The one you use. Yeah, oh, yeah, medic person. Yeah. Medic, um, medic Healy, Healy. <laughs> Wench. She's the character still... you play all the time. Yeah. I can't remember what she's called. Healy, Healy woman. Healy woman. You, so you, <laughs> Lifeline. They still, they still have the kind of verticality with 
whatever the robot's called with the zip line. Yeah. And they have zip lines in like just around in the game. Mm. So Yep. Yep. They still have those kind of hints of those elements, but they've kind of made it make sense in the context of the game. And the other thing that they put in that actually makes an awful, awfully big difference when you get used to doing it is sliding. Yes. Yeah. So if you're sprinting along and you hit slide, if you do this at the right moment, if you then jump off like a ledge and then hit duck again off the other ledge, you can kind of skim yourself like a stone <laughs> across areas. And you can use it to kind of go up ramps, almost like you were on skates or something, up a half pipe, and then land on a roof that it's you weren't expecting to be able to get to. It's very good. The mechanics of the game. And the biggest thing that I've got with this whole thing is... It fucking works. The shooting yeah. I mean, is super as well. It's the, but it's like we've had a couple of crashes, right? And the biggest problem we've had really is OBS. So trying to stream this has been a bit of a challenge, which we'll go into not a little bit, not fault. too much. Uh, but it, it's not. It's yeah. It's not really the game's not fault. The game's but realistically, I've had very little problems with this game. Mm. Like, not the kind of weird popping and texture issues and dropping out and falling through the world and all of the kind of bugs that you'd associate with a game that's brand new. I, I, I Cough, Fallout 76. Are we attacking Bethesda already? <laughs> Sorry, that was indirect. <laughs> if it sounds like we're bashing Bethesda, it is purely incidental to the conversation. <laughs> but they shouldn't be so shit that any bashing directly applies to them by accident. <laughs> yeah, they shouldn't be the go-to. Yeah. Um, right, look. It, it might, so, initial impressions. God, I really like this. It's like... It's like... Fortnite without the really annoying building mm. and the um, and Overwatch built into it because all of the characters have got their own classes. So whereas in Fortnite and PUBG, you're just a person. You are pleb number B that's plonked into a map and you've got no special abilities and anyth- the only thing that you get is whatever you pick up. What? Whereas in this, like Overwatch... You uh, you have like special abilities and powers. I think, and it makes every every difference. Sorry, carry on. I think uh, what they've done, it looks pretty obvious to me. If someone sat down and said, like, there's all these esports t- uh, titles out there. There's Overwatch, there's PUBG, there's Fortnite. They've gone through them and said, what do we like out of all these, and what do we not like? Yeah. And have put together a game from that list. Yeah. Mm. It feels like that. And why the fuck not? Yeah. Why the hell not? And this must have been in, in progress for a long time. This isn't something that's just popped up out of nowhere. No. Somebody didn't just go, do you know what? Let's uh, let's whip together a, a little old Battle Royale game. This, <laughs> this has got to be a couple of years worth of work, right? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Well, I said they were developing so, Titanfall 3 and then saw how good PUBG... This is around 2017. They saw how PUBG was going and how uh, big Fortnite's got and thought, fuck it, let's change direction completely uh, and go with this. There's a bandwagon I want to be on. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Yourself. I, mean, it's I like that. Well. There's a lot of money falling off that bandwagon. Yeah. I would like to be on that. And then as it turned out, for ages and ages and ages, I've been saying, people people are playing Fortnite because it is just the game to play. Mm. It's the game to stream. It's the game to play. It's the game that everybody's watching. But really, frankly, it's just not that good a game. Mm. It's okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm not bashing it. It's fine. And if it's you not, enjoy it, then garbage. that's great. <laughs> well, it's, if you enjoy it, it's if you enjoy garbage. anything, if you enjoy and if you... If you enjoy playing Barbie's Dreamhouse Paradise, or like, I don't know those, that's a real game, but if you enjoy playing that, then no. that's great. Enjoy it, have a great time. I don't want to watch you stream it, and I don't want to play it myself. Same with Fortnite. But it turns out that roughly 25 million other people were in the same mindset as me, because it must, they must have been itching for another game. And PUBG and Fortnite are so far away from each other that, that they, the two kind of groups almost hate each other a little bit. Yeah. And now suddenly, everybody's been siphoned from both of them. And this is Overwatch. Kind of, so this is kind of the middle of the Venn diagram. 
This is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is, they've, they've somehow managed to situate themselves directly in the middle of PUBG and Fortnite and Overwatch mm. and just suck all of the players that are kind of disenfranchised with all of those into a game engine that works beautifully on most of the hardware that you manage to play it on. Uh, Ross's <laughs> onboard graphics card is, is evidence of that. Yeah. Um, and and everybody no, it doesn't have cross-platform play, but they've said that they're going to put it or they're working on putting it in. So hopefully soon it's going to have cross-platform Be play. Amazing. What shape that's going to take, I don't know, because it is a first-person Twitch shooter, and there's always been a lot of kind of ooh, keyboard and mouse people versus pad people. <laughs> but you've been playing on a pad with keyboard and mouse people, Lewis and Ross, haven't you? And yeah. If you found yeah. it. You know, I mean, there's always going to be people better than you in almost any game. And that's not directed at you. I'm talking about generally. I was there's say, always going to be people. Like personal. <laughs> no, <laughs> it wasn't a personal thing. There's, there's always going to be people better than anybody when you're playing a game. Yeah, you're never the best per- best person in the game. But do you feel like you're hamstrung because of the pad? No, not people really. on Xbox are kicking my ass. It doesn't matter if I'm on Xbox the, or on PC. Yeah, the the only the only issue that I have is the which I mentioned to you guys is the sensitivity. Yeah. The the pad feels a bit sluggish, but I've had a fiddle about with the settings and it feels with the sensitivity turned up a bit, it feels a bit better. So yeah, yeah. I think automatically yeah. it's a bit slow to whip, whip around the place, but apart from that, yeah, you change that and it's fine. This to See, me feels the most really like Bulletstorm that any game has since that came out. Oh, do you know what? That's actually a really good reference. Oh. I hadn't thought of it like that. I love think of that, actually, that this game in that kind of world. They, they kind of fit together perfectly. Yeah. That is a really good reference actually, because graphically it's very similar yeah. to, but the sliding. It's the sliding mm-hmm. that makes it very similar yeah. as well. Oh, give me a leash in this game. That'd be amazing. Well, you did something la- um, last night on stream that reminded me of it so much that you kind of, you slid into a fight which Lee and Lewis were in and you just punched someone square in the face and then you just dived out of there really fast. It's like, wow, that's a lot more than bullet storm. So, <laughs> it's really good fun. It, it, you know, it does feel like that as well. And the twitch turning and the twitch attacking and all the rest of it, it just feels right. Mm. And there must be latency. There must be latency going on. But it doesn't feel like there is. Yeah. One massive thing that they've done with this as well, there is, crucially, this is really important as far as I'm concerned, there is heavy bullet lead and bullet drop yeah. on sniping. Now, this is on every, every weapon this affects, but sniping specifically, you can get nailed from a million miles away by a sniper <laughs> rifle but the chances of it happening are very slim with the with the movement with the kind of general pacing of this game the direction that the person with the sniper rifle is moving at the time affects the bullet's trajectory as well as bullet drop and how fast you're moving at the same time sniper rifles are great but over middle distance as soon as you get too much further than that they become much much less effective yeah. and that was a huge problem with PUBG PUBG you would just get dropped on a dime with by somebody with a sniper rifle um, and Fortnite kind of forced you to stand still the entire shtick with Fortnite is you, you built a tower and you just kind of stayed in it and moved around in it and there was movement going on but it's in a location this feels way freer the terrain has got a lot of verticality to it it's not just a flat open area there is loads of up and down and buildings and zip lines and all kinds of crazy stuff going on mm. so speaking about that i didn't realize that there is only one map yeah yeah well yeah just exactly, the one. they're so big as well it's but, fucking enormous and yeah. it it just I don't know. It's so varied. Like mm. you've got a, a shanty town type area. You've got a little village. You've got a, a industrial kind of complex. You've got a, like a mountain range. Thunderdome. 
Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's so much stuff in one world. It's really, really, really fun mm. to play. You don't ever feel like, oh, I'm bored of this. Like, I've been here before. I'm bored of this bit now. Yeah, and, see, and not only that, but like you don't even notice when you're transitioning into different uh, into a different area. You're like, yeah. one minute you're in a shanty town, and then the next minute you're in a like an industrial military zone or whatever, and you're like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, it doesn't feel like there are reused textures. No. That's a key thing. Yeah. So it, it feels like you're going from a very deserty shanty towny area, and then suddenly there'll be light patches of scrub. And then there'll be patches of grass, and then maybe some mud, and then there'll be grass. Mm. And yeah. so it bleeds into each other really nicely, rather than being quite abrupt. It's oh, it's just good. So my, it's just good. The my design favorite, of it, everything's um, really good. My favourite thing about it is the, uh, is the loadout system. I just think that the way they've put this together, because the mechanics of some other games, especially something like PUBG, where you have to actually take the time to put things it together. It to do put, stuff, doesn't yeah. it? Oh, just... <laughs> It burns my ass. I, 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 I can't be asked. I just want to pick up a gun and shoot someone in the face with it. And this one, you just you just can just go around picking up everything and not worry about it. And then when you're full, yeah. just drop stuff that you can't use. Yeah, lots yeah. of auto attaches your attachments. Yeah, yeah, just put some all together. The auto attaching, and it's not always perfect. You do sometimes you need to move things around, yeah. but in the main, it's absolutely great. Yeah. It always pissed me off because the mobile version of PUBG did this. In the mobile version of PUBG, when you pick shit up, it automatically attaches it to the, to a weapon if you've got a weapon that can have it. Mm. But the main version of PUBG doesn't do it and has never done it, and they've said that they won't do it. And I just, why? Why would you, why? Yeah. You just make them a fucking life awkward for no decent reason. <laughs> the other thing that I really like about this as well is when you open the menu, any menu that you open in this game, whether it's your inventory or whether it's the um, the kind of quick selection wheel or whatever it happens to be, yeah. you can still move. Yes. Yes. And all of the movement options still work. So you can still jump, you can still slide, you can still turn. Everything that you, you want to do, you can still do. Obviously, with the exception of the mouse if you're using the wheel to select things or the inventory to select things, but you don't have to stop. Mm. You can keep going. Yeah, you never become a target. Oh, and the other thing is doors. I love the doors in this. I love the way they get the fuck out of the way. (laughs) Yeah. Just Just reading about the the sales of it, obviously 25 million players in a week and a half is incredible. Uh, Two days before this was released, EA's um, uh, quarterly financial results come out and their stock dropped 13%. <laughs> um, in the week since then, it's had its biggest growth since 2014 because of, on the back of Apex <laughs> Legends. Fucking <laughs> insane. So there's, a, yeah. there's a couple of things about that. that I, I did see one article uh, basically saying um, just to compare with how Apex Legends loot crates uh, are yeah. in t- uh, compared to Overwatch and PUBG, we spent. A hundred dollars on Apex Legends loot crates, so you don't have to. (laughs) And then in brackets, and why you shouldn't. (laughs) Basically, (laughs) the 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 article culminated in essentially saying that Apex Legends crates are so overwhelmingly expensive right now compared to any other loot crate on the market that it is just not worth doing. However, a lot of people really are, and I think that's fairly (laughs) normal when a brand new game comes out. But but it's got. But there's no better guns or anything, there is there? There's no better anything. Like, it, but that's normal. Yeah. This is what people yeah. are. Uh, They'll fleece them I mean, for now. That, that's what I was going to say. A lot of it is just aesthetic. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. think in the, the five or six rounds that we played last night, I got three Apex crates, and everything I got was either a weapon skin, a player skin, or uh, like a taunt like a, or a, a the, new taunt. Like that, yeah. 
Yep, so there are only two things that you can get in the game that will actually affect gameplay, and those are the two legends that are not unlocked by default. So oh, yeah. there are, I think, six legends unlocked by default. It's six, right? Yeah. About six yeah, legends no. that are unlocked by default when you first get the game, and there are two legends that are not unlocked. Now, a few lucky-lucky people, when they very first started playing this, if you played it really early, either on Xbox or if you uh, bought the 99 pence origin basic access on the PC, you got given 1,000 yellow coins. There are three different types of coins in this game, or three different types of currency. There's yellow, orange, and craft metals. And they're all used for different things. But yellow is the most most versatile, and the only way that you can get it is by buying it from the store. Um, Orange you get from loot crates within the game, and the craft metals you get from the loot crate. Sorry, yeah, orange you get from loot crates, and the craft metals you get from loot crates as well, and you can only use uh, those to buy certain items. Yeah. Um, everything else is cosmetic. 100% everything else in the game is cosmetic. But the thing is, as has been proven by Rainbow Six Siege, by Fortnite, by PUBG, by oh, any number of these games, this works. Hmm. Enough, works. enough people will be paying 79.99 for the 10,000 coins that we won't ever have to pay anything and we'll still get the same game that they get. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind that. It's fine by me. Yeah. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. And you know what? In the, uh, in the next month, they're bringing out a battle pass. Yeah. Now, this could go either way, because they they brought out a battle pass, and for people who don't know what this is, a battle pass is essentially you pay a fixed amount of money, like 5 quid or 7.99 or whatever it happens to be, and it puts you on like a level-up system. So the more you play the game within that season of the game, you level up for free, kind of, you get XP in the game, yeah. and there'll be two tracks on the level-up bar. One will be Luddites, who haven't paid for the battle pass, and one will be awesome people who have paid for the battle pass. And you all level up at the same rate, so at level 30, Luddites will have got like three items. Whereas people who pay for the battle pass will have got 30 items yes. from just leveling up. But you don't just get given all of this stuff. You have to level up and earn it, even though you spent the money on the battle pass. Now, this can go one or two ways, because Fortnite's battle pass was actually really quite satisfying. And it had loads of extra things in it, like challenges. You had to go around the map and do certain specific things that you otherwise wouldn't do, like dance in stupid locations or climb to the top of a building or punch somebody in the river or whatever it happened to be in order to unlock certain aspects of this battle pass. The flip side of this is Rocket League has recently brought out a battle pass Mm. and it's a bag of turds. (laughs) It's a big old bag of turds and there is literally no reason I would want to spend any money on that even though I love Rocket League and have played it tons. The Fortnite battle pack i'm just reading about uh season three which dropped in february 2018 in one day they sold five million battle passes which generated 50 million dollars i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
There you go. <laughs> battle, yeah. battle passes work, <laughs> and they work even better. Loot crates and battle passes work even better in games that um, are free to start with. Yeah. Because the player base gets so huge, and everybody's playing it, and everybody's streaming it, and everybody is streaming this game. <laughs> it um, could that, that, yeah, that so many people, they people see other people using items or or whatever it happens to be, and they want it themselves. Yeah. And after playing it for three months, you think to yourself, well, seven ninety nine isn't anything. I didn't pay anything for this game. Yeah, exactly. So seven ninety nine is like nothing. Mm. Why wouldn't I spend that money? They did a couple of things. They great... sent it out to streamers first to get the kind of the word out there a day or two before yeah. it was released, and it obviously worked. Mm. I, what were you saying, I was Lewis? Sorry, say, I've never seen a gun skin and thought, oh, do you know what? I really want that. <laughs> Usually, because I'm on the business end of it, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for one of you lot to come and respawn me. <laughs> One of the reasons that battle passes are so great is because you just spend that money and then you can unlock a whole array of skins. And it's kind of a guaranteed unlock rather than a loot crate, which is, uh, you know, you could just get a random load of bollocks. Yeah. You might get nothing at all. You might spend a load of money and get nothing at all. Whereas on the battle pass, you can actually see what you're going to unlock if you spend the time. And the thing that made the Fortnite battle pass so good is if you spent money on the Fortnite battle pass for one season, you earned in-game V-Bucks along the way. So if you carried on leveling up along the bar, you'd get V-Bucks. If you didn't spend those V-Bucks, which were the in-game store cash, you would have enough by the end of that season to buy your next season's battle pass with it. Oh, so you'd never have to spend any actual real-life money. Now, you didn't do that with the Rocket League pass, but they did with Fortnite. So if they did that again, if that's something they did with this, it encourages people to keep playing and not move away from the game so they earn enough in-game money to buy the next season's battle pass. Right, look. We've spoken about this tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons. There is loads more to come out from Apex Legends. They are definitely not going to be standing still. There is a couple of things that we could mention about the fact that oh, it's a real challenge to get OBS to stream the damn thing <laughs> properly. Um, that's kind of an issue that's endemic to Windows and OBS. I was going to say, that's nothing it's, really to do with the game. No, but a lot of people have been having a lot of problems with it, and that's one of the biggest problems that me and Lee had trying to stream it and trying to, trying to get on with it. But that's fine now. Well, We've managed to get it fixed. Well, let, let, I mean, let's stick with the game. So they've already announced that they're going to do um so at the minute it's trios um they've also announced that they're going to do singles and duos yeah oh have they yes that's awesome uh, i'd like quads as well yes, to be honest I, I just specifically for like us quads. it makes sense yeah yeah but i would really like i would like quads a lot I'm, I'm, I'm interested that they're doing all the other two and not quads i wonder if they've stuck know. with three for now because you know they don't they they were worried that they might not have a player base to support Loads of different play styles. Possibly, I can yeah. live without solo. Well, I can't imagine myself ever wanting to play solo. Titanfall had a really small multiplayer. It was, no, it was only like six aside at its biggest um, games. So maybe that's kind of sticking with that. The smaller kind of. Mm. Yeah, because this isn't a hundred man either. This is sixty man. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So this is twenty teams of three player. I had to do some maths in my head. <laughs> so, um, this is 20, 20 teams of three players. Um, and it feels it feels vast enough that the map's so big that you can spend time in an area to yourself. If you've cle- you know cleared out some people mm. from it, you can spend a, some time yeah. using it around. When we've played Fortnite and PUBG, you know you go to an area, um, and you, nine times out of ten, you pick an area, even if it's out of the way, somebody will come along. But there's been a few times in this where we've gone to an area, we've dropped and gone, well, there's no one around, and we've taken our time to get geared. And uh, felt like we're prepared for when we die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. the, the map is big enough and it's not saturated with people. Yeah. Another 40 people in the game, it'd be too many. Yeah, be, yeah. I think yeah, it's yeah, a I mean, similar sized map, but just less people. I think it's a nice balance. Yeah. 
and also the terrain. Yeah. The, the fact that there isn't massive open areas mm. of terrain. When you pretty much when you shift from one biome to another, um, there is at least some form of obfuscation to stop you from seeing directly into the other one. There's been going to be a it's tunnel, like a, a hill lesson. you've got to go over, <laughs> or whatever it is. I just, oh God, this you can tell when I'm doing a podcast and I haven't had a drink yeah. <laughs> because I can remember my longer words. <laughs> so, just kind of sticking with it. Um, Interestingly, I saw I can't, I can't find the actual statistic for it now, but um, apparently Titanfall 2 multiplayer has had a hundred percent, well, over a one hundred percent increase in players wow. since uh, Apex Legends came out. And do you know what? If they st- if they were smart, if they were smart, if they tied these together, mm-hmm. if they actually started having, you know play in this Titanfall tournament or the Battle Pass crosses both games mm-hmm. or cross promotion. whatever it happens to be. Cross promotion between the two. You unlock something in Titanfall, you get something yeah. in this and the, 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 this could be a this could be a great bit because nobody has managed to cross this over yet. Fortnite hasn't gone okay and here's another game that we've got and we're going to cross the battle pass over with it nobody else has done that and they've got the opportunity here to do that they've also got the opportunity to bring Titan-esque gameplay and or bring out let's say bring out another mode where there's 30 people in a map and one Titan robot, yeah, take the robot down. and if you get to it your team has the Titan or whatever it happens to be or one person's in a Titan and everybody else is versus that person yeah. there are so Alien many things that they could do with this yeah. that turns it away from the traditional uh, Battle Royale model but I think sticking with it for now is the best thing that they could have done because they're helping to pull people away from those other games if they'd have started a bit more off the wall then they maybe wouldn't have done that yeah, yeah. I tried to get a game on Titanfall 2 a few weeks back and multiplayer and it was fucking dead there was no one there yeah yeah, it has been dead for a long time. They tried to push it shame. really heavily as an esports, and uh, it just got shunned. It's a shame. It's a really, really good game. Really yeah, it's a great. It's a great game for us as casual players, mm. but I think the esports community had a lot of problems with it. Yeah. Um, right? Does anybody have anything else that they want to say about Apex Legends? And do we want to bother talking about any other games? Or are we happy that Apex Legends is the focal point of this episode? Should we talk briefly about the Division Two? Oh yes, that would be a good idea. <laughs> that, do you know what? That is probably... reluctantly. <laughs> yeah, we definitely should. We definitely should talk about Division Two. Um, all right, let, let's let's lead into it very quickly. In the last week, Division Two had its second, I believe, closed beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Closed or private open? beta. That was closed. Yeah. It was private beta. It was private-ish. <laughs> it was one of those private parties. It was one of them frat parties, right? <laughs> Where if you vaguely knew somebody who lived in the area with their brother's dog, who had once walked past a house that this party was going at, then you could get into it. It was that kind mm. of private beta. Yeah, I asked on um, Twitter for a code anybody... and got three of them sent to me in that time. Yeah, everybody <laughs> who was in the private beta could send out, as far as I'm aware, infinite numbers of friend requests, yeah. like you, friend invite codes. Beta, otherwise you known only... as marketing exercise. You could only yes. send out three, which makes sense because there's a squad of four. Yeah. Um, uh, um, will you say that? Mine's but on the PC version, yeah, it seems to be infinite. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yep, <laughs> seems to be infinite. We can just invite everybody in the whole freaking world. Although the whole friend request system was considerably shonky. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's another thing. So anyway, they had their private, this second private beta, beta, or second of this round of private beta. And we managed to all get in on it, although we couldn't play together because some of us were on PC and some of, some of us were on Xbox. My PC will not so run this. we split up. <laughs> We split up 
And Lewis and Ross and I think Chris from the Man on the Post podcast went off and you all played it on Xbox, Xbox. right? Yep. Yeah. Me, Lee, Sam and Craig went off and we played it on PC. <laughs> and you guys streamed from Xbox while we were playing on PC. So look, do you want to give your opinions of the thing first? You both played the original Division, right? Yeah. Yep. We just played on everything okay. possible. Nails. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was really hard, we thought. The, what they call it, stronghold bits? Yeah. Fuck me, yeah, we walked yeah, into yeah. one and just got, we just got mowed down Those are the ones that were just out in the open, aren't they? And you've yeah. got to take them off. Yeah, the, it's like a yeah. building site. We walked into it and just got immediately mowed down by some sort of Gatling gun. And we, we avoided that area like the fucking plague after that. Yeah. <laughs> so missions, so gra- let's go through a couple of quick things. Graphics, missions, story. You'd be forgiven for not giving a shit about it because it was beta. And general gameplay in comparison to the first game. All of those things, what do you reckon? Um... So graphics, gameplay. Oh, I can't remember what the other. Loads of things. Yeah. Just anything that you can think about. Okay, so graphics, <laughs> graphics and gameplay. It's basically the division. Yeah. Yep. It looks yep. looks a little bit nicer. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It has got so they basically they've just expanded on what they already had. So like the um, instead of just like a turret health pack and whatever else, you've now got. Uh, like rolling drones, grenade and stuff. Um, yeah, and weird grenades and all, all sorts of stuff like that. So um, it's it's more of the division, basically, isn't it? Yeah, Just it feels like it could have been an expansion up. pack, right? Yeah, it feels like it could have almost been second season expansion. Mm. Yeah, I quite like that there are a different settlements now, so you're not kind of tied to your main HQ. You can. Yeah. to other settlements. Yeah, yeah. Because there were safe houses before, weren't there? But there yeah. wasn't proper settlements. No. Um, so, yeah. Like, it's it's good, but it's just kind of a bit of a ball ache. Like, at the beginning of the game, you have to go and see the quartermaster to unlock some items or whatever. And I was just like, just fucking unlock it for me. Give it to yeah. me there and then. So I don't want to let me go. Yeah, I don't want to have yeah. to... Well, even in the main game, I don't want to have to, like, unlock a skill and then have to go back to my base <laughs> to equip it. To talk to the person, yeah. To then go back I kind of get it. I kind of get it. It's more... It's it, it's leading into the RPG elements of the game. So it's getting you to slow down, kind of calm the pace a little bit, expand your base, talk to NPCs, because there's a lot of stuff that you can do. And we only discovered this at the back end of the beta, actually. But there's a lot more to the beta that... That if you just run out and start shooting and doing the missions, you wouldn't even notice. Mm-hmm. So there's a PvP mode in the beta, and there's also the dark zone. Now we re- we realised that there was the dark zone, but we couldn't fucking work out how to get to it for the <laughs> life of us until the second time we played the game. And then there's also a PvP kind of uh, like a match-based shooter game in there as well, which you've just got to like speak to this random fella named Jeff or something who's in the White House and he lets you go into that but it, the game doesn't lead you to it uh, right, you, okay. you kind of expected to explore around and all the rest okay. of it I did get stuck in a room at one point uh, you got stuck in a room yeah quite early on I went to the White House I did I just skipped some cutscene and then I got stuck in a room couldn't get out of it no, no door would open to let me out and I was just stuck in there so I had to restart that so we had, a, we had a couple of bugs we had somebody get stuck behind a door <laughs> Um, we had I jumped onto a table and became a candelabra for about five minutes 
<laughs> I literally just vaulted up onto the table and then just froze. Wow. I couldn't move, I couldn't duck, I couldn't do anything. I literally had to stand there and let the enemies kill me. And because of the way the aggro system in the game works, everybody hates Lee by default. <laughs> so everybody was everybody life. was shooting somebody other than me. Mm. Um, you did die and, a lot. Uh, so I, I did die eventually. <laughs> oh, no, I died a medium you amount. You I died think a lot. It was a, I think it was a regular Your, amount. Every other word was get me up. I would no, that was that's multiple words. Um I had a shotgun. So yeah. <laughs> I used that as, as an excuse. I've got a stick I of dynamite, so I'm gonna light it. As as previously mentioned, I am neither stealthy nor tactful. Um, actually, I'm a little bit tactful. Well look, mm. so our our experience of this game was slightly different on PC. Mm. Rather than challenging, I would have described the game as far too fucking <laughs> Um, now that's this is not a blemish on your reputation, guys. Um, Lies. I'm not 100. percent I'm not 100 <laughs> sure why it was the case. <laughs> it could be what it could be because we played this demo, or we, we played this beta with the same four-person squad that we played the entire first game, yeah. with, basically. Right. And so we were we were hot on it straight off. And one of the guys that we were playing with, Roy, not a was in the military, and B likes to make sure that he brings that with him in yeah. almost every game that he plays. <laughs> so he's calling out firing patterns. He's he's going, we've got danger close, danger forward. And then the rest of the time he's going, Rich, why are you over there? What are you doing? <laughs> um, he even I does that so in Barbie's equal... Pony Express game as well. Oh, <laughs> having, yeah. So having met Roy and watched him play. Pavlov, I can imagine <laughs> him trying to play, or yeah, him trying to play the division or anything tactical with you lot is like yeah. trying to herd fucking cats. <laughs> yeah, he does get frustrated. Yeah, yeah. And that's him. That is him getting very angry and very northern and trying to herd us around the entire place. But it worked beautifully. Mm. The problems that we had were because of that because we were very well coordinated and we played a lot of games together and these kind of things and we all fell into different roles we had snipers we had a guy with a shotgun we had assault we had we had all of these different people doing all these other things it just kind of everybody got mowed down on the flip side of that it made me feel like the abilities that they gave you within the beta were ultimately fucking pointless they didn't give you a full array of abilities like you had in the first game so so many things were locked out you couldn't use health uh, kits there were so many things you pretty much only had um, a choice of drone right or seeker mine uh, there's another yeah. one turret. drone seeker mine and turret oh turret, turret yeah. drone seeker mine and turret the right turret was and pretty of those good, to be fair yeah. yeah now the turret was fantastic right if you could but of those so each one had a couple of different modes, right? So the drone had a passive and an active. The turret had a passive and active. And the seeker mine had a passive. Actually, both the seeker mine ones, I think, were passive. Um, the passive ones, you just set off and off they go. You throw the turret and down it goes and it starts shooting at people. Great, no problem. The turret's shooting at somebody. I'm shooting at somebody. Everybody's getting shot. It's a good day. The problem is the other mode on the turret and the other mode on the drone, you have to launch it and then tell it to do stuff. Mm. So the turret, the artillery turret, for example, you put it down, and then you have to go turret fire there, turret fire there, turret fire there, for no, every right. goddamn shot. Uh, so while you're the, doing that, you can't turret. be shooting. No, it's the um, artillery turret. Oh, I don't think <laughs> I, I think there's an art- the, it was a drone. The, only, the the so the the uh, the two modes on the Xbox version were the artillery, uh, sorry, the sniper turret and. Yeah. The assault, assault turret, turret yeah. from the first game. Mm. Yeah, no, I had no artillery. I don't Sorry. know where I got it from. Holy However, shit, the <laughs> artillery turret, um, you can 
target people. Um, she's in. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, and then the sniper turret was like you said. You have to aim it at people and get it to fire at people. Well, the thing is, I was desperately trying to use the drone. And the drone had this like weird bombardment mode. That's what I was trying to use. You... Yeah. yeah, that's what we yeah. tried, and it what a fucking waste Could... of time that was. <laughs> Could work that out. I couldn't Could figure out, out if it was all. double tap the little LB button, hold it down. I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. I had no idea. Everybody else was firing hails of bullets over me. Now I'm sat there with a fucking Xbox pad and a quizzical look on my face, <laughs> trying to work out what the hell is happening. So. Yeah, I just didn't get it. So I didn't like the abilities. I didn't think that they got the balance of shooting and skills right to the point where there was nothing other than just chucking a turret down, which is kind of a, yeah, let's do it, why not? Yeah. Um, there was none of the other abilities I could give a monkey's about. Mm. So chuck down a turret, all right, throw a seeker mine, fine. But the extra abilities that they've given you, the variants of those things, was just like, I don't give a shit. There's no point in being there at all. So the... Um, uh, what I was going to say is, so what we played at EGX, the drone has the active, so there's an assault drone, like the assault turret. Right. So you can fling it up in the air, and then it just scoots it goes about to work. and, yeah, and start shooting at people. And you can... Yeah, that's what I wanted. Using, uh, and then you can use it to manually target people as well. Yeah. Um, same as with the turret. So you've basically got two... It's basically like playing with another two versions of me. <laughs> well, it, it, it can shoot, little whippity things. It's a bit useless. <laughs> <laughs> so we played. So we played all the way through, and we find it a little bit easy. And da, 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 and we played all the way. And Lee had already done half this stuff because he'd done it the night before with Sam. Yeah. And we got to the end of it. And so we're, we were all feeling pretty good. Now the problem is that there are difficulty settings on the missions. But you can only pick the difficulty setting on a mission after you've completed it once. So there appears to be basically two difficulty settings, story and hard. Story is the only setting that you're given the first time you get to the mission. And it was too easy. We found it too mm, easy. Right. After you've completed the mission, you could switch it to hard and play the same mission again. But we kind of wanted it on hard all the time. And then on top of that, when you're out in the world just running around the streets and stuff, there's no, uh, there's no difficulty setting for that. It's just always whatever the heck it is. So that was the only thing we found it. We found it a bit. Meh, we're just kind of walking around. I think part then, of that was um, that the areas you're in are levels. So you, you start off in the first yes, yeah. Areas, so we might have been in low level four, areas. And then yeah. it goes four to eight so you guys may have wandered into a higher level area, a higher yeah. level no. bracket, and we're trying to take uh, out a, that no, group. We're trying to help you. Oh, was, <laughs> oh sorry, was, you could have taken that. It was. I think it was like a level two to seven, and I thought, well, that's quite a big fucking so, difference. That's a pretty wide yeah, bracket. I think seven's the top end of the beta. Yeah, so, well, actually, Chris uh, Chris that we were playing with was saying that um, you can actually level up and grind to level 30. Yeah. I don't know why the fuck you really? would, because... Christ knows. Uh, none of your, carry over, is it? Yeah, none of your um, experience carries over to the main game. Were, were right. you all the same level in your group? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah, I one, think, two. Yeah, <coughs> I, I finished the... I finished the main part of the... The, like the tutorial bit and got into the White House just as Ross was loading it and me and Chris did a couple of missions um, just while we pretty were waiting much the for same. Ross to finish it so um, yeah five minutes right so that, that was our experience with the first part of the game now did you guys do the second bit so after you've done like the main two missions that the game gives you to do and do a bit of roaming around no. it then kind of goes right 
you've played a bit of the game now, and this is pretty much all we're going to give you. You can do a bit more roaming around, or here are three prefabricated end game characters <laughs> for you to go and experience the end game. Right. So we went, okay, great, no problem. This sounds like a good thing to be doing. So the second day we played on the beta, we hopped into that. We each picked a different character because they've all got a different specialization. One of them had a crossbow. One of them had, uh, like, an assault rifle. And one of them was me (laughs) and had a grenade launcher. (laughs) Now, none of those specializations made any difference whatsoever because you were given the sum total of two bullets for your special weapon and you never got any more. (laughs) So those two grenades got fired off in a happy jaunt within the first 15 seconds of loading into the game and then I never saw the grenade launcher again. Um, But... That those that end game mission, it only gives you one. The end game mission that it gives you is kind of like a return mission. So you're going back to the very first mission that you played when we played the regular part of the game. And, uh, oh, lo and behold, this area that we've taken over previously, we didn't leave anybody protecting it, and some twats have moved <laughs> it. So you've got to take it again. But these twats are way stronger than the other twats that were there before. And it was hard. Yeah. It was hard, and it was really enjoyable. Um, so you were just whinging that the game was too easy. <laughs> no, yeah, that part, so the first part of the game was too easy. Campaign. An end game, end game, when you then have a choice of difficulties, that was nice and hard. It was good, strong well, difficulty. That, Actually, it that, was almost too difficult. Sometimes. That's no different to the first game. Yeah, no, I agree. It's the same. Because you, you can change the difficulty. So when you the finish the game, you, you can go back and play the rest of the levels yes. yeah. on a harder difficulty, and everyone's a fucking, uh, like, gold... Enemy, yeah, everybody's Rambo. Everybody nails. was Rambo. So I, um, I have a problem with this sort of game where, you, and I, and I, ended up with this um, with the first game where I really enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, mostly, yeah. <laughs> where I, I, I enjoyed, really enjoyed playing through the levels and building my character up until we got to the end game where you just then it gives you the same levels, the same missions again and again, but harder, and then mm. harder, and the same ones again, and it's then harder. Fun, it? It's and I just. You know, I just get bored. I want to do something new. Yeah. Yeah. So then the new thing is uh, Dark Zone. Well, not new thing. It's the old thing. It's the, the same thing that was thing. in the old game. But it's a different new old <laughs> thing. Okay. So, uh, and this is this might have been confusing for anybody who didn't really understand, but they give you the three endgame characters. And you think, endgame, brilliant. I get to play a bit of Dark Zone because that's endgame content. And I also get to play this endgame mission stuff. So in we go. We do the endgame mission. We then spend about 20 minutes trying to work out, well, we can't leave the endgame mission area and get to the Dark Zone because every time we try to, it murders us. Um, like, and that's not people shooting at us. There is a barrier that says you can't fucking leave here. And if you try and run through it, it just teleports you to deathness. <laughs> and then it turns out that you have to go back to your low level, like level six or seven character. And that's the character with which you can go on to Dark Zone. It's not classed as endgame content. It's classed as whenever the fuck you want to play with it content. So we went back to our level seven characters that we've been leveling up and we went into the Dark Zone. And I hated the Dark Zone in the first game. I thought it was a poisonous area. Yeah. It was the gaming equivalent of the YouTube comments. <laughs> it was the worst part of any game. It was toxic. People were constantly fighting each other. Even though you absolutely did not have to try and steal people's shit, it inevitably would happen. Yeah. And you'd just get murdered from a million miles away. Now, it's too early to tell because it was only a beta and it wouldn't be fully populated with all the people who are ultimately going to get the game. But it didn't feel like that at all. We came across loads of people. We did not shoot loads of them. We did shoot others, but that's because we worked out how to make ourselves go rogue. So we did it on purpose to try and kill a few people and see what the PvP was like. Right. And then we went back to not being rogue, met up with the same people that we'd been fighting with a couple of minutes before, and they were fine with us, and we all helped each other extract. Mm. Wow. 
So it felt like a completely different experience to the first game, and it made me want to go back into the dark. Could just be beta. I was going to say, however, you were you played the division, the first game, quite a long time after it had already been announced, yeah. hadn't you? Yes. The idiots had all nicely settled in. The novelty grace yeah. period had kind of passed. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, everybody being nice to each other. Everyone had yeah. turned into a grade A, a <laughs> yeah. weapons grade cunt. Yeah, we'd gone, we'd gone straight We'd gone straight past the happy phase of the introduction of something and headed straight for the 4chan phase. <laughs> right. Well, there's a reference. So, look, those are those two games um, that we've been playing. We've been playing loads of other stuff, and I know there's loads of other stuff that we want to speak about, but we're going to cut this episode short, and we're going to come back hopefully really soon with another one. We're going to talk about other stuff, but we wanted to talk about Apex Legends. It's only just come out. Yeah. We wanted to talk about Division 2 Beta, which has only just happened. This is us being on the bleeding edge, and as is traditional with any bleeding edge podcast that we record, expect to never hear this, <laughs> because something will go wrong. Or, and it will not come out. Or just expect to hear them hear this once both the division and time. Apex Legends have died, <laughs> and no one yeah. cares about them anymore. Once, once Division Three totally, is out, totally irrelevant. And nobody knew, knows what Apex Legends was. <laughs> um, right, look. Thank you very much for episode eighty-six of Ready Player Two. I have been Rich. Ross has been uh, here at Rossbow nine eighty-four on Twitter. Thank you. Lee has been painfully sober and at ZZLeeZZ <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Lewis has been uh, at Louis underscore Kong. Just, just that. I have been Zebwin at Zebwen. You can find all of us at ReadyP2 on Twitter. You can find a pinned post on Twitter that shows you all of the different places that you can find us on the internet. But you should definitely go to uh, our Twitch channel and subscribe or follow or whatever the hell they call it on there. Do it. Um, because we are, we are streaming basically every single day now. Multiple times I, a day. I cannot think of a day in the last couple of weeks where we haven't streamed. There's tons of content coming out. So please come and chat to us and we play with our followers as well. Not in like a weird way, unless you're paying for it. Mm. But we play with people. We've got puzzle games that we play in VR, and we're playing, and we're talking to people, and it's all good. It's all good. It's all fantastic interaction. Um, thank you for listening. We will be back as soon as we possibly can with another episode for episode 86 of Ready Player Two. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Sounded all in tune and everything. Pretty good, that was. Okay, now it's like we've done it before. <laughs> 80 something times. <laughs> Much more than that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're probably on nearly 100 episodes now. Hmm. You done? Yeah. I've got to in a hurry. I've for you. <laughs> Just do it. Shut up. Hello, and welcome along to Ready Player 2 episode. What are we on? 86. I should have been way more prepared than that then. Uh, this is a bit of a running rate freight twat. Freight. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm freight twat. <laughs> afraid yeah, to Freight twat. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, Chris Eubank. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Chris Eubank. Who was it? Mike Tyson. I don't know. <laughs> Hold up. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.